I'm gonna run around the town Up in my way, up my shit He's been making a sound He's on which, where I'm from Round till we making it out, ayy Round till we making it out, ayy Look, go around with the town Up in my way I my dad had a uh, worked at, at the place. Like he printed his shirts. Yeah, and he'd keep all the fucked up ones. Oh, like bro, the misprints and shit. And my dad would like give it to me and be like, "Fuck, dude! Like I'm not gonna wear these." Like, yeah. I, had, I had a drawer full of fake, or not fake, but misprinted. It looked like stars and shabs. They were real shirts. Fire, it just yeah. looked like it was from the swap meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. But, but like, they were real shirts. They had the tag. <laughs> like it said it in the back. You know, like, sideways. And yeah. Shit. <laughs> like I was like, bro, I can't. The F is backwards. Yeah. Like, bro, I got you for the low, dog. <laughs> <laughs> My dad'd be like, "Well, you got shirts." I'd be like, "No, I don't." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like none for school, bro. I got a bunch of cleaning rags. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go get those pro clubs, dude. Like I don't have. I got shirts. a bunch of towels. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> you can't ever turn down no free clothes. I you know. know. Shit. Anytime somebody hooks me up with some clothes, I'm thankful. Shit. Facts. No, I, I said my thank yous, dog. I just was like, it's just one of them gifts you gotta like, yeah. It's yeah. Going Appreciate you. I know what you're doing, but like, this guy's going to touch. And it, I was like, what, 13? Oh, yeah. So I'd appreciate that. And I went to junior high when I had a rocket uniform, so I wasn't really wearing that shit anyway. Yeah. I went to a couple too, like when in Santa Ana, Spurgeon. Remember, I had to wear. Uh, yeah. You wore, I think, white and blue, right? White I think those blue. were the colors. Yeah. I yeah, went to I went to MacArthur, but I know Spurgeon. They they had had you on strict shit. Yeah, that was a funny time. I remember I used to in my high school or middle school. Middle school. That was, middle school. Yeah, that was like eighth grade. <laughs> I remember I used to like wear my hair like down, like I was like rocker stage. You know, I remember skateboarding and. Mm. Remember this is listening to the Ramones a lot, you know, and okay, okay. I had like a crazy little funky little palm, like palm tree on top of my head. Like I used to try to copy my cousin George, you know, because <laughs> he put me on to like everything at that time. He put me on to like all the music, like all the underground rappers, Immortal Technique, everybody. And uh, yeah, I just remember I wanted to be like my cousin so bad, you know. Nah, I feel you. So I was just, I would always rock his style, like tight, sh- you know, that's when like tight jeans were coming in, like mm. 2000. I don't know what it might have been 2000 something, like 2002, something like that. But yeah, it's funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, burgers. I went to burgers. We had uh, black and white polos. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn, that's different. It was different because people you were didn't have that light blue bang. piece. No, I didn't. You never rocked the light blue jacket. Nah, my, my era was a uh, white oh, and okay. black. White they had the green ones. I was happy y'all had to, wore green. Oh, you had to go inside yeah. and like order them. They were like more expensive. They were like twenty five. Nah. The black and white ones were ten dollars each. Uh, like, oh yeah, no, if you got more, yeah. I'm buying the ten dollar ones. Yeah, when I was like, I'm like, I'm like, you can either get five of these ten dollar ones, or you get two of these twenty five twenty five dollar ones, bro. This is what you gonna get? I was at Dell before Walker. They had used joints. Yeah. You could just tell, bro. People would mm. be like, you could tell, bro. The, the used ones are just hella different because it'd be like red, black, gray, and white. Okay. So, like, if you get used, you just got to get a gray one, dude. Because that, that, <laughs> that one, you can't tell the if it's faded or not, man, bro. Yeah, you can't struggle. tell if it's faded. Yeah, shit, that bro. red, bro. It's going yeah, from bright bro, red. Bro, that red used cam. to, like, bro, fade. That red and that black used to fade. Yeah. And then I went to walk and I got mad, bro. Niggas didn't have enough fits for the week, bro. Like, that shit <laughs> yeah. used to suck, dog. Right. Bro, I remember going to Burgers and like, Fools used to buy uh, a polo each week, dog. Yeah, rock that shit fresh as fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We That's were white crazy. and black. Fools were like dripped down with dickies. Yeah, <laughs> I I was wearing my gray ones, dog. Rocking Converse, bald head in Mobile out there in Marina Valley. Like it became a thing for some reason for like a good summer where like you could wear your white tee. You know what I mean? And like if you fucked it up, you could wear it backwards the next day. You don't know say with the tag on the other side. Yeah, yeah, that shit was like some super yeah, head shit. Like, like that is kind of Do you crazy. remember that shit, son? Yeah. <laughs> super head shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're already in the sun. Like it's yeah, hot as fuck, hundred yeah. degrees. So you're wearing your, your your shirts and you know they might have faded or something. So you like if you kept it clean enough, you flip that bitch over the next day and rock it like that. I feel you, some bro. super head mobile shit. Yeah, Take off bro. the tag. <laughs> Just clip that pro clip off. Yeah, that's that type of fucking survivor shit, you know. You be learning out there. (laughs) Have we been recording? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. We should keep all that. (laughs) Yeah.
<laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, man. What's I up, am. everybody? This is Hoser, Juice Podcast. First episode, third season. Yeah. Yes, sir. Always with me. Your boy, Jim, we back. Thank you. And Isaac. And we got No Limit Kid. What it do, y'all? Happy to be good. on the podcast. Thank y'all for inviting me over. Hell yeah. You know, and it's a blessing to be here. Man, salute uh, to you, first man. episode of the third season, right? Yeah, yeah we got to start congratulations. off with Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, you, the new spot. That's you. Oh, yeah, huh? You did get a glimpse of their spot with, with, with the promo for the show. So. Yep. Yeah. Came over there yeah. with Kid Vista yeah. and yeah. the other 20 people. Yeah, we were in there. Yeah, yeah. We were in there deep. Yeah, that was a good time. Good time, yeah. Right before, too, you know, the session. Kind of meeting everybody. That was that was dope. Legit, yeah. bro. Legit, legit. Shout out to Vista for throwing the Sky Might Fall. Yeah, that concert was crazy. It was yeah. good, man. Real dope show. Yeah. 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 The show was crazy. Yeah, we were talking about your performance earlier, dude. That had some great energy. Back yeah. Back. Thank that you, man. Great. You rocked really, that stage, uh, bro. Yeah, I've been practicing a lot, you know, rocking shows for the last couple months. So, you know, I tell people, if you really want to check me out and see what I could bring to the table... See me live, you know, because I really put my heart out up there, and you know, I really give it all I got, and you know, it's it's a good chance for y'all to see that for sure. Yeah, Thank y'all. Was, sure. yeah. was if I could ask, just for the people that maybe did you know like uh, didn't tap into that last episode, how'd you even link up with Vista to even get on the show, bro? Yeah, so with Vista, um, I met him through Noah James. Um, Noah James was gonna throw a a holiday party right here at Exhibit Art Gallery in Fullerton. Right. And um yeah, shout he just Shout out to Hall 16s. He does his stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the people uh that be throwing that. Yeah. Um but um Noah, he just uh had Vista on the lineup and like last minute Vista had got sick and he was just uh he didn't he didn't do it. So he mm. backed out and but I f- followed up with him and uh you know, a couple weeks later I seen him and he posted on his story, anybody want to come rock on my show? And I was like, "Yo, yeah, you know, I hit him up. Like, if you got a chance, you know, spot, let me know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull up." And he hit me up. He's, you know, locked me in. So that's fire. Yeah, he ended up bringing me up to the podcast with y'all, and that's yeah, kind of like where it all started. Nah, that's legit. This yeah, led man. to this opportunity. So hell yeah, pretty bro. cool how stuff like that happens, y'all. So if y'all got an opportunity, go take it. You know, yeah, yeah. just yeah. To even reach out. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of just like. You know, I like I'm not gonna let it like a like an opportunity fall to me. It's just also like yeah. wanting to believe in your talent. I think that's like a big step besides just dropping music. So yeah, used to that, bro. Yeah, I tell people all the time because people hit me up like, "Yo, um, how do you get on all these shows? How are you doing it? How are you doing it?" And I'm just like, dude, I literally just answer back to people's DMs. <laughs> you know, like they <laughs> like post on their story who wants to perform here, yeah. and I'll be like, Let, I'm down, you know, like, I, you know, and yeah. I think like you said, sometimes it's like that willingness to just get out there and put yourself out there, like little by little, like you get out of that uncomfortable feeling, you know, and it becomes comfortableness and confidence that right. takes over, you know, and, yeah. and blessings right. and opportunities, you know, and God's guidance for sure. And uh, you got the music to back it up, dog. You know? Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you. I, I like I said, I love doing it. I love doing it. Yeah. For mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, we were sure. saying earlier that was a great lineup Vista had. Honestly, with Vista, he he had, he raps in so many different genres, like different ways. Yeah. Making all these EPs with different people. Yeah. So you doing interviews there? I was like, man, I can't wait to see. Yeah. What's what is it gonna be like? What is it gonna you know come out to be? Yeah. That shit came out great, dude. Yeah, there was a, There's good a lot of fucking versatility. Rappers, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some rappers yeah, in the building that night. Yeah, he said, uh, "RM, RM, the poet." Yeah, RM went crazy. He killed yeah, it, right? Dude. Like bringing that. I told San him you should get on a G, one of those G Funk beats, dog. Mm. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's do it. Mm. Hey, RM reminds me of like like a ASAP Rock, like you know, like yeah, I mean, yeah, like for he's from that cloth of like. He got his own like sound, dude, you know. Like, so, you know, it's G funk, but still, like bro. the way he raps on the beats, like yeah. he's so good. San Diego just got some crazy yeah, spins. Like, <laughs> yeah, Desi Hollow's another dope MC from over there. Okay, y'all have ever heard of Desi Hollow? That yeah. was pretty. Vista dope. was the yeah. first guy I knew that was, that even came from that side, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. he told us he was from Vista, I was kind of tripping out because I was like, that makes sense, but at the same time. Okay, so that's how like, actually he got his yeah, name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, San Diego. They got something over there in the water for sure. I mean, it's like the level of seriousness. I don't, I like, I think it's not like similar to Orange County, but then again, I don't know what they're even doing out there. So then when I start hearing the music uh, from how versatile it is, but 
from the level of how much lyrics are put into it. Like I said, yeah. yeah, like how much lyrics are written yep. per song. That's like, uh, oh wait, now nah, you're you're like tending to your pen game. It's, yeah, it just like uh, it's just tangible to like the time spent, you know. So yeah, that's fucking legit. Real spitters, yeah, Real spitters bro. out there. But yeah, similar to your dope. set, bro. That's that, yeah, you know, like you. that's the clout that you're cut from, bro. You know, like. Uh, a lot of these songs come off really hip hop. You're you're trying to be an MC, you know. Yeah. So, what's your biggest influence for for being like that, and and just your overall presence on stage when you're doing performances? Yeah. So, I, I uh, me and this dude, my homie Sans, shout out Sans, he's over here with me, Sansless. Um, but uh, we grew up going to Tech Nine concerts like all the time. We yeah, just concerts in general. Like we went to all the pay dues back in the day and rock the bells and Damn. Bro, all those big Tech shows. Nine, though I've never, been, I I've always yeah. wanted to go to Tech He's Nine. He's the best performer ever. Like yeah, I, I tell it to people. Like you know, people just say that when you're a Tech Nine fan, like oh, you just love Tech Nine because mm-hmm. you, know, you do kind of get like that culty vibe from him. Mm-hmm. But you go to his shows and the way he performs with his homies they're all in sync they have like choreography his set is so timed and like it just really impacts the way as a fan it's like what you want to see so like i try to incorporate that in my sets like i try to bring people up you know get them all hyped and then at the same time like i could like take control kind of with like that hype vibe and then like bring them down like start to control the set you know with the more of my like pen and like my intimate songs you know mm-hmm. so it's like a just a, a way of doing it over time you know obviously i think i still got a long ways to go and it's just at this point i've already built like some comfortable comfortability and just kind of like my approach is doing something that i've already seen but the way i would do it you know? mm-hmm. so it's like the that's way crazy. i approach it yeah that's crazy now i'm looking at your set so it's like high energy you know you guys see me up there screaming mm-hmm. and and rapping, just rapping it off. Birth control, bro. Off. That's what That's I was saying, One thing that comes across immediately, You said bro. every single word of your verse. Yeah, you know yeah what I'm bro. saying? Like, it was, yeah. And it was on point. That Take matters, bro. The, yeah, not everyone because, does like, that shit. I, honestly, I didn't know you until the show. Mm-hmm. And when I saw you perform, it made me a fan that I went yeah. to go on Apple Music and listen yeah. to all your songs. You yeah, know thank I mean? you, man. That's But that's what I was telling you. Like, I, That's why I think I was telling you in our interview there at the show. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I love these things because, like, you get to just... Yeah, you never know. People and and it's like fuck, dog. Like, he just had a great performance. Like, yeah, I can't wait to listen to the rest of his music. Yeah, but like you never know who you're gonna meet. Like I said, I became a big fan of a lot of the dudes from the show, like Liam Ziore. That yeah, dude yeah, got yeah. some sick music. Yeah. Cool, man. I've been listening to his He's catalog a cool dude as well. Yeah, he got He's a really dope cool vibe. Dude. Like all of those they dudes, they got a lot of like from what they showcased the day of the show. Aside from just dope bars, but a lot of good melodic music and like you know. A lot of people had dope hooks. Your set was crazy too. Thanks, you know man. what I Thanks, mean? Like you brought your homies up. Man, I appreciate and that. That's always dope when you're, you know, you just see people like, you know, give it their all. And I think that's what everybody did. Like when yeah. uh, Billy Ami was talking about on the last podcast, how it's kind of like a competition up there. When you get on stage, it's like a competition. You go hard and you, you know, you do your thing. Right. When you get off the stage, it's just like love, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt. Like, mm-hmm. after I got off stage, like, mad people came up to me, and they are like, yo, that was sick. And, man, it felt good. It felt real good, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what I was Like, I noticed that you had a lot of genuine support there. Yeah. Like, from, like, your own crowd and shit, too. That was dope. Yeah. I'm, I'm all around, like, you know, my mom. You'll see her front row. Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah. yeah. She was hard, She was like, violent. She was like, that's my son. I was like, yeah, oh, she, yeah. She loves <laughs> going yeah. to the shows. Like, she's a big music fan. You know, I got a lot of uh, my musicality from her. You know, mm-hmm. her leaving the Snoop Dogg albums around the Too Short, you know, <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. I'll sneak away and, you know, bump it, you know. So now that she sees me at shows, you know, like, she comes along and, you know, I never turn her down, you know, because you never know, you know, like, yeah. you never know. She wants to be there rocking. Come on, let's do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. So, same thing with my sisters and my homies. Uh, we've been doing this music for a long time. So just for them to see me like at the point where I'm at now, like performing on stage and, you know, I just feel like I have to continue to be inspiration to them, you know, and then also like help provide opportunities to them, you know, also like. You know, you never yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah. so this is how it is. I show love to all the people that come around and, you know, they show love back. And I know you guys could see that, you know. Yeah. Hello. So. Can you tell us uh, what songs you actually performed on your set? Yeah. So uh, the first song I started with was uh, Woke Cop, which is like 
the song that I actually have a video to right now. That's like the, yeah, that shit slaps, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna start kicking kicking well, up these videos. That, and I, stuff. I walked inside and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> I start off with that song because it's a real hype, amped up, and you know, just real barred up, so people get it gets added attention. Yeah, it's direct. So I started hell. off with that one, and then it Fifth goes the into three songs that are actually unreleased um, uh, that I have for my next EP that I. I don't know if I keep saying the EP, it might be an album, but it's going to be called The Heart and the Mind. And it's like reflective of my dad, uh, his always talking about the heart and the mind and how they operate differently and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a dedication to him. Okay. But um, so I went into Can't Go Out Week, which is like a, it's like a lyrical song that I, I produce or like three songs that I produce. So Can't Go Out Week. And then I go into uh, Last Call, which is kind of like a song that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you if you're at a bar, you know, you want to always say that that saying, make sure you tip your bartender. So it's like kind of one of those songs that I throw on to kind of turn it up. And then it goes into uh, the song called Moted that I got coming out. And then that's the one where like I feel like everybody really starts jumping and getting amped up. So it goes from like hip hop, uh, woke hop to those three. And then after that, what, what did I go into? It goes into uh, it is what it is. That's like another unreleased song that I've been going around. Yeah, until yeah, it ain't yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out my dog, uh, Gusto Delgado You're from like Mobile. Boy, he yeah, produced yeah. that. He, 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 he goes yeah, that one's... Uh, <laughs> I did uh, three verses on that song, which a lot of people don't do three verses no more. So I love that song because, you know, like it showcases like this lyrical, lyrical side of it. Yeah, and uh, the other one after that is um, Pray It Forward, which is a song that I wrote after uh, Mac Miller passed away, you know, Mac was big inspiration to me. You know, I, I was there when he dropped kids, you know, like my homie put me on, my homie Ivan, shout out Navi. Uh, he put me on the kids and I just remember like falling in love with Mac Miller. Like I had one of the greatest summers of my life, you know, with mm-hmm. that album and, you know, just my car and the ladies, you know, like the beach, like it was just a good summer. But I remember uh, when Mac passed away, uh, I got that beat. And I just remember like putting uh putting together that hook. And um yeah, it just really hit home. So I did that one next, which like those two songs back to back, it is what it is, and then pray it forward. Like it's just they have so much like uh lyrical like content in them. So just feel like it really like sets like this like really calm, peaceful tonality, you know, and then it's like in in, in another way, you know, it's like a spiritual thing for me too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that, what well, can't go and then after pray forward, I think I went into um Eyes on the Prize, which is uh, another song, a new song that I got that's gonna be on the heart part of the the heart and the mind album. So it's like depending on the way that I'm feeling, that's how I'm deciphering this album. Like if it was something that's like that I went through with life, it's gonna be on the heart side of my album. And if it was like a high, high feeling, like maybe I was turned up, a little drank, a little herb, it's going to be on the mind, you know, because it's like the way that the higher energy to, with the lower energy. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And then after that, I went to Astronauts with Crave, brought out Crave. And, uh, Just a crazy yeah, man. Astronauts was a good joint too, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's like my most popular song. Like that's the one that got the most plays, like the most statistics and, you know, like everything I look at, like on Distro Kid, that one has like the most like mm-hmm. views, so. It's a pretty awesome song like um i bought this book at the thrift store and it was a uh, 652 things to write about the first page was it said uh picture yourself as an astronaut you know in the, in the in space and yeah i pretty much just used that book as inspiration to write that song it was, like going through heartbreak at the same time so i used like you know like the, that uh analogy of space and like you know, bringing your space between like that heartbreak. So, mm. yeah, so it was a pretty cool the inspiration. Bar. Yeah, way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, and then that's what I closed it up with astronauts. You know, okay. It's a real, uh, like a trumpet and a saxophone that kind of just fades away. So, it's, it's a real, like, good uh, exit, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds a lot like of you, songs. Sounds like you, <laughs> you planned out your 20 minutes to onto the. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, like I said, just been practicing a lot, doing sets here and there, and, uh, just allows me to plan it accordingly. Nah, I knew man. it was a big opportunity, so I had to go hard. Yeah, man, you <laughs> took advantage of that shit. That was that was a really good set. Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I'm really happy to have made a, you know, just uh, made a little mark for myself. You know, mm-hmm. it said took advantage of the opportunity, and now I have a, 
a few more opportunities coming. Uh, uh, like you like speak on the intimacy of uh, like you know like a little earlier, and and I heard it in the song "Prayer Forward" because you speak on not only like the Mac stuff, but you kind of cover the culture and other deaths that took place in the culture. Yeah, and just like it's kind of like perspective writing, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just only personal experience. Yeah. So going into like perspective writing and doing things like that to to even expand the way you write songs, what like motivates that side of it to even. Because I know you mentioned like the book or, you know, like the book and like, yeah. So like uh, what else helps your approach to even be inspired to even do like perspective writing rather than just writing from personal experiences? Yeah, I think just being a fan of music in general, you know, like I listen to, you know, not too many artists, but like I think um, just like I said uh, on um, that song you were telling me uh, earlier how it ends like an immortal technique song mm-hmm. kind of a hardest thing ever my song hardest thing ever yeah. yeah that's like a song that was inspired by that shock value from dancing with the devil at the end mm-hmm. you know it's like when he was standing in yeah, the eyes that, of his own mother you know like yeah. when you hear that you're how like, oh, dare he shit. scar me in sixth grade yeah, yeah bro <laughs> so like when it's like yo what? yeah, yeah. So for me, you're like listening to Lil Wayne. Like it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be Mortal Technique. Like even like Wayne, you know, Wayne don't have a sick bar where you're just like, dang, like I could never write a bar like that. Or, you know, I'm going to try though, you know, and then it ends up being whatever your, 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 uh, you know, your perspective is like, mm-hmm. so it's just always like a feeling that I've got from being a fan of hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's always what I operate off of. And like, aside from just going through it, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, Wanted to let that out. Cause yeah, because I know, like, speaking on the culture as well, because I, I know, like, mentioned the other deaths of other rappers as well, but but also, like, when... I think it, like, uh, it brings up conversation. Mm-hmm. This is something I was talking to Destruct, like, we had him on earlier. Like, because yeah. he writes like that, like, for... Uh, when you're doing coverage hip-hop, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it sparks conversation rather than just making me like your music. Yep. I can ultimately like your opinions. Yeah. And, like, the the song structure to even want to go listen to your other stuff because you know, like it's to me, it's not pushing boundaries, but like you gotta to like want to have an opinion on things. Yeah. It it can be attacked. Yeah. 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 Because it can be equally attacked rather than just supported. So yeah, I, I appreciate that side of your music, bro. Yeah. Thank you. I'm still figuring that out too. Like, um, as far as like what I want my whole music to stand for and like the whole direction I want to take it, but coming from like, you know, the struggle, you know, I never had it easy. I've always been working hard. You know, I just want to make something that ultimately is like what a church does, you know, like giving back, you know, like a food bank or like giving out people clothes or something like that. I want my music and my no limit kid to be like, a, you know, like like a volunteer type of vibe, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So that's why I want my music to be like that, like mean more than just, you know, just uh, have a direction. Just have a direction. Oh, sure. Honestly, ultimately, the name of your that album you mentioned, like, what is it? Open Consciousness? Yeah, Open Consciousness. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's uh, one of my first albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because to me, like, uh, title is like, always like, what is it even about? You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. is like, you know, like, like uh, to me, because it kind of dictates how I'm how I'm going to listen, like mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. whether if this is a turn up vibe or something or, or yeah. because sometimes like I'd rather just be prepared so that I'm like judging it from like a different ear, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So maybe if you could talk about Open Consciousness a little bit, you mentioned one song that he, he talked about. If you could talk about the album a little bit, bro. Yeah. So that album was, uh, man, I was living probably like in Westminster at the time. Uh, I think um, we had j- my, my great grandma passed away, you know, R.I.P., but she had just passed away and we were like moving into, we moved down the street into like this small house. And uh, yeah, I got my little studio together at that house. And um, I remember I was doing, uh, just meeting people online, like really getting into the Instagram content thing. And I met like some producer in uh, New York. Um, his name was Danny, produced by Danny. And he's the one that did the beat for Hardest Thing Ever. Mm-hmm. So like when I had got that song together, I think um, it just really inspired me to make something like just different, you know, like my music is for me, it's just like really based off of underground hip hop, you know, like that's where I want to take it. But we're, we're trying to make it sound as West Coast or like, yeah, like a West Coast flavor, like the way I rap. Yeah. So that album, I just, you know, it was just really heartfelt. I just felt like I wanted to showcase my uh, this hip hop, the hip hop in me, the boom bap side of myself. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, that one has like a few songs that I produced myself. Um, what do I got? I got a, I got a, what songs do I got in that? That I have Hardest Thing Ever. <laughs> I believe Wokop is on there. You said. Uh, Wokop is on there. Yeah, Wokop <laughs> is on there. Yeah, I'm going blank right now. Um, what's that one that you like? Can't stand myself. I just can't stand myself sometimes. Yeah, can't stand myself. Um, and then I had another song. There was a song that uh, Kato, the producer, he was doing a, mm. a competition. Yeah, yeah. Where I uh, seen he those was, like open verses on the Instagram and stuff. Yeah, he does those. He'll do like a beat and then just allow you to go off on it. Yeah, he was yeah. doing something like that. Yeah. So I did a song for uh, <laughs> one of those challenges where you had to do the song, you had to do the video. And I remember at that time, like me and my girl were going through it too. So I made like a sad breakup song. Yeah. And yeah. I remember like it was like no week MCs. That was the name of the competition. Yeah. So I remember like thinking like, man, I didn't even make the top six. That's <laughs> fucked up. Like I went on out, you know, made the video, the song, and I felt like I went off on hey, it. Yeah. You know? but it was just like they not the vibe of the competition. Yeah. But that song was on there. Uh I forgot the name of it because I like threw that song out of my head, but yeah, no, that album's good though. Like it really, um, it really made me just prove myself that I could do hip hop, you know. And I even got some of my stuff mastered by uh, John Sparks, which is like one of Currency's engineers. And like, mm. yeah, that was that time where I kind of like met him uh, over the internet, and like, Damn. you know, I would just record my stuff That's pretty rough and raw. But like somehow I, I like through like Instagram, I met him and like. You know, I would send him my files, and like at the time, he would Damn. only charge me like fifty bucks to mix and master Power my songs. Of the internet, dude. Yeah, and like yeah. I remember, like uh, that's when uh, Cigarette Boats was came out, like a few mm. years before that. Currency is like mm. my favorite currency EP, but um, that came out, and like I remember, like I hit him up, and I just always tell him like that's my favorite EP, dog. Like every time he hits yeah, me yeah. up and messages me, you know. But yeah, that's a cool story about that EP. Like some of those songs were mixed by John Sparks, which is like. Smoke Dizzy, yeah. Harry Fraud's engineer, you know, so it's a little cool backstory, like yeah, a little key yeah. detail. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, to me, that would have showed, like, damn, I have access yeah. to, like, people that, like, maybe, like, you know, the average person wouldn't even know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just even going back to the beginning, when you said reaching out, like, it, it's it's not always just, like, you know, like, Waiting of course, financial it. is, you know, like, maybe something people feel, like, why it hinders or, like, holds them back, you know, they yeah. think, like, the person's out of reach financially or something mm -hmm. like that, but... So like Maybe sometimes down. being a fan can like open the door, you know, just, yeah. just, just to even make you want to reach out to something like that. Yeah. So it's important to be a fan of music also, you know, because it just kind of helps you understand music, you know, the way artists pour their heart out, the way they explain their stories and the way you could do it yourself. You know, for sure. Nice, man. Yeah, dude, it's pretty, pretty crazy. This music thing is, uh, it's just, uh, we've been doing it for a long time and, my homie and me and all of the homies and you know just gonna keep going until more crazy shit happens you know when'd you start i believe it is gonna happen i really do when'd you start making music um i think i started taking it funny story me and the homie sent so right here we uh we grew up together well we didn't grow up together we met each other in ninth grade and um it was in ninth grade class and we were both skateboarders and uh we were in class we both had our boards and he was tagging on the table. And I looked over, you know, I was a super toy. I was looking over, like, damn, this feels sick. You know, like, oh, that's fucking badass, you know? Like, I was just like, what's up, homie? You tag or what? And he was like, yep. And he looked at me, he's like, you skate or what? Kind of like how high and shit, like, got blood, yeah. got weed. And then he was just like, yes, yeah, I skate. And like, and somehow we started talking. And then he's like, I got a beat machine in my house, um, you yeah. know, that I have, yeah. Uh, yeah. I bought. And he's like, I don't know how to use that shit. He's like, I'll sell it to you for 50 bucks, you know? And I was like, all right. He's like, come after school and I'll show that shit to you. So yeah, we went to this fool's house. He's probably tripping out if I remember this story because I don't ever remember shit. But yeah, we went back <laughs> to this fool's house and uh, yeah, I put it together. He had it like a little the program and like I made a couple beats. And then I was like, all right, I buy it, I buy it. 50 bucks, took it home. And like I think like two days later, I hit this full up. I was like, yo, I got some beats, bro. I had like 20 beats and shit already yo, in like yeah. two days. Yeah. And yeah, and right there and then we wrote this song called The Struggle. And it was like uh, super crazy. It was like over a guitar beat. And uh, we would go, we'd go to perform it at 
at the garages of all the homies' garages and shit. So, like, we'd be, like, at the homies' garages. You know, we were, like, probably 16, 17, and then we'd kick it with some of the homies that were, like, you know, 15, 16. Like, we were a big mixed group, older to younger dudes. And, yeah, so we'd be at the homies' house, like, performing in the garage, and, like, people would just be, like, locked in, dog. They'd, like, see us and be like, dude, the struggle, dude, the struggle, you know, like... And that's when we knew, like, we had something. And, yeah, like, it was in Moval, Marino Valley, where, like, mm-hmm. I think I really, like, learned my style, my flavor. Like, even in those times, like, you could go to a party and they, there'd be a cypher in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, people would be out there rapping and you'd hop into the cypher. And, like, it was, like, a real vibe. Like, it was a cool city to grow up in because this diversity was crazy. You know, you had, like, the essays, black folk, white folk. It's all the cultures, you know, like in one city. So you just, uh, you never know what you got into in Moval for real. So it's kind of like, yeah, Moval's where it all started. And I, I created my craft, uh, molded my music. And, you know, I, I brought it back out here just because like, I learned so much, like this is where I grew up. Uh, I was born in Garden Grove. You know, my parents met in Santa Ana. Like, you know, I'm a product of Orange County, you know, so I just want like, like I said, for what I do with, with this music, for what it ends up being, I want it to be, you know, based out in Orange County. Because when I was a young kid, I didn't have it easy and I got a lot of help from, you know, like the county or the city or whoever it was, like, you know, after school programs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, it's kind of like my journey. So from Moval, Riverside to OC. Yeah. So where it all started, just really. with the homies and just naturally. Mm-hmm. Nah, definitely, bro. That's dope, dude. Crazy, right? Yeah, bro. That's wild. Yeah, to me, I'm tripping. Is that like, uh, to me, I'm tripping from how good you are at rapping, bro. I, I would have never thought beat making was part of the beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's like always one or the other. Or yeah. like, you know, like right. that. that's what I tend to like, 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 yeah, like see with people. In, you know? uh, this motherfucker has so many beats, dude. Yeah. So many <laughs> okay. It's just full yeah. of bees, yeah. damn. I've been bro. doing it for a long time, and you know, <laughs> like it's a long time. Dog. It's crazy, yeah. It just start. It started <laughs> that the day. Like I think the day when we we went back and made beats, that's what solidified it all. Like just that feeling, and when people heard us for the first time, and then we just pop up, and people would be like, "Dude, the struggle," you know, like yeah. the song, like those moments are why I keep going, you know, and why we keep doing this. Nah, for sure. I feel it. I feel it. You, know, you like mentioned the juice, Brody, P- like a uh, PCH music. Yeah, it's a whole different vibe oh, than yeah. open conscience, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you feel me? You speak on it, dog. Like, cause that's yeah. like immediately from the title. I always talk about the title. Like, mm-hmm. I can relate to the stories. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, I'm like, ah, I'm a PCH kid, you know. Like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've been all up and down, you know, or or, yeah. or just to even try to put my, you know, my eyes and you know, you know, the eyes of the listener, like mm-hmm. you know, that is a listener, or or, or 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 like the person rapping. So yeah. if you can talk about that album as well, bro. Yeah, that album's just a dedication to Huntington Beach. Me and my goons been going there since for so many summers. The U.S. Open, you know, Vans U.S. Mm. Open, all the concerts. Yeah, we probably ride into each other like yeah, yeah bro. I'm sure been somewhere just never there yeah. too. Yeah. Really? So that was just like a dedication of just that whole PCH, you know, just the whole street, the whole like Huntington Beach itself. And I drove myself crazy with that album because like I produced it all, mixed it all, and like. Damn. I don't know. I just over-criticized myself too much, you know? Yeah. I wasn't too happy with it, but there's a lot of songs that people like on that album. So, wait, wait you why? Know, if, if just you because I, I did everything myself, and I think I mixed every song like 15 times, you know? So it's just like, sometimes like it's better to just get it mixed and mastered by somebody else. Mm. Is it, so, is it? Do you feel like if uh, like if you were to redo the, the project now, you would do it better than than you would back then yeah i would send it out to get mixed and mastered <laughs> to tell you the truth you know what i mean <laughs> i get you like but at the time like i think i just started going to school like i go to santa Ana college for you know digital music mm-hmm. like digital media music and um so like at that time you know like i was learning a bunch of techniques and i was trying to apply them to the album and to the way i do my thing mm-hmm. so i think that's why at the end of the day i just decided to do it all myself you know but yeah there's some dope albums uh songs in there like don't uh don't bother me that's everybody loves that song and yeah, the homie centrist is on that song crazy um and yeah man uh that's that song is a crazy story because it was a uh, one summer in my uh studio and we were like 
we had these salt shotguns and like Santa Ana, man, it has like a problem with flies in the summer. So like there would like be flies that would get into the studio. So we were like shooting them away with the shot, salt gun shot, shotguns, like, bah, 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 you know, and this was like, get away. Like, don't bother me. Fly bah, like shoot a fly, you know, then the beat was playing in the back. He was like, shoot fly. Don't bother me. Shoot fly. Don't bother me. Oh, that's kind of like a dope hook for the song. Like, don't bother me. You know, don't bother me. Yeah, and the, so that's how that hook came apart. It was like some flies are fucking with us, and then like it ended up being like that song, you know, like delete my number, stop calling me, hit Instagram, unfollow me. I'm working on myself, don't bother me. Working on myself. Yeah, yeah. It's like a chill vibe. Yeah. All that from flies. Yeah. I'm thinking you was mad at somebody, like, yeah, yeah, like annoyed by somebody. Yeah. 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 Block me, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll block you. Block me. I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck, leave me alone. So yeah. I heard. Remember that song from? Uh, I hate flies. The song bro. from uh, what is it? That we're up all night to get lucky. No, yeah, yeah. I heard that song like you might think about some guy that's like trying to get laid, but I guess the dog got away in the studio that night. Pharrell said, Damn. and they were chasing a dog, Lucky, around the city. Hey, like, we're yo. up all night to get lucky. They're like chasing yeah, the dog around right, trying yo. to get lucky that's and shit. Like, that's, yeah, so that's like one of those moments thought, yeah. where like life actually inspired a song. You know, it's yeah, like, pretty yeah. funny. Like yeah, I don't know if that's actual, actually like, true, but I heard Pharrell say it, so yeah. I wouldn't think he would lie. My whole like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that song's on there. Uh, I'm just high as hell. I'm like, what? The first song's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're just like, what the hell? How did that just happen? <laughs> Destiny. 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 You know? But yeah, that growing's on that. That's the first song is growing. Uh that song just uh it's a super vibe. I think uh I came up with like a sick guitar for that song. I didn't play it, I just played it on the like the actual um keyboard, like a little uh uh midi controller and yeah that's like the intro song um that one's bad like i produced mostly all the all the uh songs the beats on that album so mm-hmm. you know I, but like i said i drove myself kind of crazy with that album but uh i get a lot of love from it like i have a homie that lives here in cerritos and he texts me like every week you know like bumping pch music you it's know what crazy, I'm saying? Bro. so you know, there's day still- by day on that one. It caught me off guard just because I'm uh, not that didn't fit the vibe. Mm. It just like it like relates, you know, like I I can still do this in the midst of some like vibe shit, you know? Yeah. Like because yep. it's, it's more heartfelt. It speaks on more personal about your life, like a little bit. Yeah. Of- about the you know, about your parents as well. Like mm. you, just about. Yeah. But just on the vibe of the album. I think sometimes like like the shock value when because uh, I was comfortable as a listener like oh this is just just a cool vibe and then yeah. that one catches you off guard it, it kind of like okay this yeah I it's think like, like the, you said like a PCH beachy vibe mm-hmm. you know I kind of just wanted it to be something you could just cruise to you know I think I got like a weed song on there a good tree mm-hmm. you know that yeah. was like a cool song just like I like that one writing because you do a lot of like spelling rap yeah yeah but like. The cadence is fire. I like yeah, that's shit. like that uh Snoop Dogg style, you know. Yeah, definitely, S-N-O-P-E-O. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like doing that, you know, like N O L I M I T K I D, you know, like yeah, I love yeah. spending my shit out. You get it from that like '90s rap style and shit. But yeah, that album, uh, it's a dope vibe. But the next one's gonna be fire, man. I got some dope songs coming. Um, I did a song, a song with Crave. We got a song called uh, No One Do. With the, uh, the the homie Ray Guns, I don't know if you guys know the homie Ray Guns. He's like from the Batch Crew, the Batch Homie Records. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, we did a song. I did a song with the homie. I think uh, we met Ray Guns. Huh? I think you guys I have met so. him. We did. I think Ray so. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. He got some bars. But I did a song with uh, this sense. We got a song with the homie CM McDuff, mm. which is a dope artist from Marina Valley, uh, Riverside area. Really dope artist. Check him out. And um, yeah, Wavy be posting him. Uh, I like to one of his songs, but uh, yeah, Wavy out from. I think he was on one of Wavy's earlier shows at the Doll Hut. So okay, yeah, yeah, uh, he was at Season Fest. He okay. performed at Season Fest with his homies, the um, the Red Rum Saints. Yeah, okay, Saints, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that group. Yeah, yeah. it was the group. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah, they were yeah, they're crazy. dope. Yeah, they were dope. They were yeah. crazy. There's a bunch of spitters, dude. Yeah, like, crazy. They all as a group, they kill it. But like individually, these dudes kill it like really hard. Like. Their producers. Because Lefty's part of Red Rum, right? Yeah. Lefty Black Lefty. Okay. Yeah. Black yeah. Lefty. CM McDuff. I think it's uh, Stavo True Love. 
and then um, the Rumi uh, Traceway. I think some Traceway. Okay. Yeah, but those yeah, I got uh, McDuff on them, the album. Yeah, we'll yeah. About them as well. Yeah, and he hit me up last night. McDuff like hit me up like at three or like two. He's like, "Yo, I'm trying to put my album up on 420." He's like, "I got two more beats." And like, "I got I have this song right now. Can you hop on it? Like, if you could do it within like three hours, I'll put you on my album." Damn, and, like my debut album. I was like, yeah. "What?" So yeah. like, I got my shit together. Like, uh, we were gonna go to Nam show, but uh. We ended up going, but right, I was right, like, yo, I got to like drop everything for like two hours and like lock in this verse. So luckily, like I do, uh, I did a 365 day challenge on my Instagram like a year ago where I rapped every day for um, a year straight, like dropping a, a bar, uh, like a, a rap. Every yeah. Day. But I have a book of hey, just yo. raps. So what yeah. I do is like I'll hear a beat, hear the vibe, and then I'll just easily go back to my book of rhymes and I could like accommodate a lot of songs and a lot of vibes. That's kind of like what I did with his song. Like since I was under a time constraint, yeah. you know, I, even though I could write something fresh as fuck, but what I do is I'll just take something that I have written and, you know, like I'll accommodate it to a track depending on the vibe it has, because I have so many verses that I haven't used, but I use it like on a duet or a remix, uh-huh. you know, on Instagram and you can't, you can't really do nothing with that. So Right. I try to like make a good verse last and so I'll do something mm-hmm. like that. So that's what I did with his album. Okay. So I knocked it out and sent it back to him. He was like he was like blown away. So that's gonna be cool to look forward yeah, to that. Homie cool. homie's album. Yeah. There's some promo for you, homie. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds challenging, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like But I think if there's gonna be opportunities in the future, I think you gotta be like that. You know, you never know. You know, you go to a sick show and like a dope artist is like, come to my studio right now. You know, it's like, might as well lock it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You never know who's watching, dude. Yeah, for mm-hmm. real. Like in every, everything you do, everything you post, everything you do. Yeah. Shows, all that. Instagram. You never know who's watching, dude. Yeah. So Every opportunity leads to another one. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the thing we got to get out of this one, this podcast, this episode. <laughs> no, I feel you, man. Yeah. 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 Um, even besides the Vista show, I saw you at, like a couple weeks ago at the Natives. Yeah. You like did a performance with uh, you were speaking on Batch Records. Yeah, homie Bravo. Yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah. Bravo. Shout out Bravo. Yeah. And then just even doing performances here, is that like what you have lined up? Is that like, is that the majority of what you want to do, or like maybe you could give a rundown on on like what else you have planned? I know you mentioned the album, mm-hmm. just maybe future performances or or just whatever. Yeah. So um, right now uh, yeah, I did the one with OC Natives with Bravo. That one was pretty cool because it was cookies. You know, everybody wants to perform at like a popping facility. So that was pretty cool. The homie was there displaying his glass, uh, senseless. And my homegirl Ellie was there doing her. She waist bit. She does waist beads. Mm. So she was a vendor also. So I just came to show love that day. And um, Bravo invited me up on stage because we had recorded a song like literally like three days before that. Oh, damn. Yeah. So that's fresh. Yeah. He yeah. hit me up and he's like, you want to do our song, Crazy. dog? And I was like, yeah, let's do it, bro. Let's do it. Because, you know, like I love the homie Bravo and all the batch homies because they go literally to like open mics like every night, every other night. If you could look at their stories, they're like Hollywood, yeah, Riverside. Active, bro. Yeah. So active. like in, in that sense, like I look at those dudes as like inspiration because like, you know, I'll be like ready to go to bed looking at my phone and these fools are like on stage performing you know i'm like damn like i could be going harder you know like yeah yeah so yeah when when he hit me up i was like i'm gonna hop on that stage so it was cool like there was so many dope artists i'd never even heard of and Mm -hmm. you know it was just cool just being there as a fan just sitting back and watching all the homies do their thing and seeing new artists and be able to do my thing yeah and uh future shows um vista hit me up for another one Oh, yeah. He's gonna be throwing like something. I don't want to give too much info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be throwing something uh, soon, um, like a barbecue theme thing, and uh, that's gonna be coming up soon. I have a show with uh, Noah James in July. I think July twenty first. We got a show uh, in Firewater Bar out in Ontario. Okay. Yeah, so that's gonna be cool. And uh, yeah, any you never know. Like I'm always looking for opportunities. So you know whatever pops up usually it's within like a two week to a month time frame mm. so yeah um not not too too much right now um i think i do with noah james i do like a five on love which is his uh podcast next monday on the 24th 
Yeah, you're active, bro. Yeah, so that's like an hour-long thing where he just kind of asks you questions. It's like, what's the five things that you love about yourself and, you know, how you carry yourself. And so, yeah, yeah, just trying to stay active and also be involved with stuff out here in Orange County and Riverside, too, you know, because I like, you know, just being in those both circles, you know. Yeah. So many dope people in like in this both in both these counties, you know, and I would like to be one of those artists that bridges that gap, you know, with uh, both artists and be able to put on shows yeah, where I could yeah, invite yeah. like that both both sides of the county over and you know have some dope stuff together. Mm. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. Uh, so besides all this music, you got a podcast going on, right? And yeah. you got merch too. Yep. 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 So uh, the homie we do uh, the homie Senseless Inc. Shout out Sense. So he's uh as I told you we've been rocking for a long time but uh this is his logo but uh man we we go hard with this you know we have this logo we have our no limit logo um plenty more so we kind of like run our clothing line kind of like a distribution where like you know we print all of our stuff together mm. we slap it on each other's gear and we just rock it together so that you know it's like we're just showing each other support. So anytime you see one logo, you might see all of them, you know, just kind of how we rock. Mm-hmm. And yeah, our podcast is called public school stories. Uh, it'll be coming. It'll be coming. Uh, we just did one with Bravo the other day. Okay. And it's uh, just based so around like, that, bro. yeah, it's going to be funny. That. This fool had some funny ass stories. Like he's a funny dude <laughs> for sure. Um, but it's just about stuff that happened in public school. Um, crazy stories. Like one time, my fifth grade teacher choked out one of my students. Hey, uh, one of not my students, one of his students in front of the whole class. Yo. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was crazy. Hey, yo, dog. It was hey. crazy. One time I was in uh, OCS with the homie, right? And we were like bullshitting the whole time. We were at Kennedy. We were just talking. He kept telling us to shut the fuck up. It was I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> He was the he was a football coach. Yeah, yeah. You know you know who it is. JK. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we be doing on our oh, that's what we doing on our podcast right. we be like don't say the name but like right. you know like, so me and the homie still talking right and we were like right here this close and then a fucking chair just goes right oh, by and hits damn. the fucking back of the room and was like I told y'all shut the fuck up oh shit yeah. and we, were, we started laughing but I was looking out I was like sweating yeah. bro <laughs> We laughed that shit off, but I was sweating. Yeah, <laughs> those are like the stories we touch on—just funny stuff like that. Like, but yeah, we're 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 getting it together, polishing it up, and like I said, trying to get all all it all worked out so it flows real nicely, like y'all's podcast. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Salute to sure. that, G. Salute yeah. to that. Even with that, uh, is that in your own space? Because like uh, you do like all your recording and. Yourself, I know you spoke about the beat stuff, but that's like what like you have in your own studio, yeah. Okay. So in Santa Ana, I got my own studio, it's, it's pretty much my house. Um, in my garage when we moved there, it was a pretty big garage, so I just cut it in half. Mm. And I do, I've done construction, so I built built the whole studio out. Like, uh, my whole homie had did electrical, so I had him come do the electrical, and little by little, yeah, just built it up, built a booth inside, and that's you know, dope, got the yeah, panels, cool. soundproofing, and all that. So yeah, I got it right there. Just we record everything there, and yeah, it's, we've been there for like three years, and it's been cool. It's been chill. Uh, yeah. Just I like to really invest in my own craft, and mm. you know, um, just try to get to that point where I feel just um, you know, like I don't know, just polished up. You know, there's mm. really never a limit where you could stop growing and stuff, but. Yeah. It's like Bar- my little just dojo. Bart his own name, you know? Like, <laughs> ain't no limit to this kid. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a dope spot. I, we got a, He was doing glass blowing there for a little bit. Oh, um, we had a glass blowing. We have the little print shop. I got, you know, uh, the recording studio. And it's a pretty cool spot. You know, just creative, creative place to do my thing. I know having the space and, like, all the access, like, exciting but it's like damn now nah, i gotta do a bunch of work you know so yeah. it's, it's here yeah so yeah shit gotta get done yes I, yeah it. for sure sometimes it's crazy you know printing 100 shirts or 50 shirts and you know doing Jesus. it all yourself like with the homies it, it gets a grind you know and but uh i think everything happens in god's timing and you know it all happens for a reason and you know like like they say he's not gonna put something on your plate that you can't handle so 
it's like the approach is grind, grind, and you know, just keep trying to put my be- best foot forward. You know? Yeah. I hear that, bro. I hear that. Yeah, it's been yeah. a great episode. Yeah, yeah. It slider, man. What a first episode, dude. Yeah, yeah season man. three. Season Thank three. y'all so much for season three. Three. inviting you, me over. Can you leave the first episode with a couple bars? Yeah, um, let's see. Which one should I do since? Oh, I think we were talking about this. Uh, <laughs> you said we've been talking yeah, about yeah, He's so obsessed with doing positive music. Oh, he wants me to do some crazy. His oldest, like everybody's favorite song, is a song called Strip Tease, but it's just fucking foul. You know? he's just yeah. <laughs> he's always trying to do positive songs. Everybody's like, do Strip Tease. Yeah. Like, I don't do that song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a change man. I'm a Christian. Man. I'm a change man. <laughs> but it probably wouldn't sound the best a cappella. All right, cool. Let's do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> let's yeah, do, I gotta um, tell you now. <laughs> okay, let's do. Uh, here we go. I'm praying, Lord, help me, help me. I'm down on my knees, praying for my favorite rappers to get blessed with your peace. Game is getting quite infected with this feeling of ease, and no one's speaking from the heart no more. It's a mumbling disease. People out here running these streets, doing everything these rappers preach. I just hope you speak appropriately. The mind should never put more foolery. Do it for Tupac, Biggie, Tupac, Nipsey, and Heavy D. Now, saying that you shouldn't do your thing, just think about the reason that you live your daily dream. And the fakery, get back up in the bakery and make some heat test it out make sure it's good for the people to eat because brick by brick we could build this culture back up don't let it come out your mouth unless it's straight from the gut because i'm gonna boost up your energy i'm mixing up this remedy and i'm praying for the leaders of this world because it's getting tough yeah that's from praying forward <laughs> damn yeah. you know what i'm saying I, heard that. Mm. I knew i was like yeah delivery on point as well bro thank oh. you thank you that's yeah, that's that mac miller song you know i wrote it from a the place of a lot of emotion, so you can feel it, you know. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. It just got us like damn. We're just listening, breaking <laughs> yeah. out the song, you know. Like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. want to check that one out? That one's called "Praying Forward." You can check it out. It's on all the DSPs and all that. Yeah, yeah bro, if you can let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, just uh, it's No Limit Kid, N O underscore Limit Kid. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, all that. Yeah, just tap in with me. I got a lot of dope music coming out. I've been doing a lot of collabs, working on my own project. That's coming out. It's going to be called The Heart and The Mind. I'm still thinking if it's going to be two EPs or one album, we'll figure it out. But uh, I'm going to start dropping some of that out. But I uh, appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. It's a blessing. You know, and uh, God bless all of y'all. You know? Yeah, Said it best. This is Hoser. Hey, it's Juma. And Frankie. Isaac. And we out of here. Thank you, no limit, kid. Shout out to everybody listening. Yeah. First episode of the third season. Yo. Yeah. Turn it yeah. Salute. Yeah. 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 Yeah.